Welcome. Do you ever wonder why some poor people are happy while some rich people are unhappy? Are you feeling a hollowness in your life? Do you feel that you are sometimes pretending just to belong? Each and every one of us has a beautiful talent, a gift inside that needs to come out. This is Revelations and Wonders, Secrets to Life and Happiness. Your host is Fabian Edju. As you move along on this earthly journey, it's time to welcome confidence and delight in what life has to offer for a better life ahead. Now, here is Fabian Edju. Hello, friends and uh, listeners of this beautiful show called Revelations and Wonders. Welcome. I am so delighted to be here to be covering this topic that seems to bring a lot of confusions in our lives. And it's one of those topics that requires some time to really think because it clearly defines the purpose of our own existence, the purpose of life, brings clarity as far as why are we here. So today, today's topic is how did we get here and what to do about it. Uh, it's very usual, usual to go through the day and read books, go to church. As we go through all this, we try to find a, a great understanding of our purpose in life. But yet, there's always confusions. Some people talk about the big, the big bang. Others talk about life starting with the word, let there be light. But yet, no one tends to bring a better picture of the whole thing. And then we are left with confusion. So my goal today is trying to show how the whole thing unfolded. How did we get here? So for those of you who are joining us for the first time, Revelations and wonder should be understood as the quest for self-identity and understanding of one's purpose on this earthly journey. Wonders is the search for fulfillment through life experiences with the goal of reaching the state of happiness on earth. With the hope that happiness will be the last earthly experience right before death. And all because alone is how we came to this earth through birth. And alone is how we will depart this earth through death. So understand revelations and wonders as the things that take place right after birth and right before death. So that includes how we got here and what to do about it. So let's go back to the beginning. At the very beginning, there was only God. So one can describe God as the light. So just with every single light, the immediate surroundings is always determined by the direct irradiations that naturally occur as the presence of this light. You can see it as when you have a flashlight, 
when you turn on your flashlight, you will notice that there is a point where the flashlight, the light from the uh, flashlight becomes absolutely irrelevant. So one can understand that that place as the end of that immediate irradiation, irradiation from, from God himself. So not, not, not to say that I only believe in science or only believe in God, but I try to make sense of everything because then everything comes together. Nothing is really um, opposite to the other. It's just trying to bridge the differences. So the size of the immediate surroundings that determine the farthest point where the, um, the radiation from God is projected without losing its purity and strength, that, in, that is what is called the divine. So inside the divine, there's an enormous force of attraction that prohibit the radiation to go beyond a certain point because, again, they are true attraction. It is recalled back to its point of origin. Otherwise, it would not be able to go farther beyond the divine. So this fear of the purest and direct irradiation from God himself is what we call the divine. It is said that the divine is incandescent. Just as with any fire or the sun, we can see it in reality with the sun. The closer you get to fire, the harder, the harder and unbearable it gets. Therefore, it's absolutely impossible for any being or any human being to see God himself because of the true nature of sublime, sublimeness. He's, so human beings are not capable of seeing this sublime luminosity and while maintaining consciousness. Again, as I said, the closer you get, the harder he get, and the, the harder, the bigger the pressure it is, and it's really nearly impossible absolutely impossible to, to maintain consciousness. So inside the divine, the only possibility for, there's no other possibility for any other will to be expressed consciously beside God's will. So in general, there are two types of life. One is conscious, while the other one is unconscious. At the beginning, both were inside the divine when there was only God. So the conscious is fully capable to delight and rejoice in everything that God has to offer, while naturally the unconscious is not able to. So human spirit were amongst the unconscious inside the divine. So the strongest among the spiritual were able to formulate a prayer asking God to allow them to access consciousness. And as I mentioned, the only way to consciousness could not happen inside the divine. So God granted their wishes by an order a portion of the light to exit the divine through his world. Let there be light. So with the word, let there be light, just as is accurately mentioned in the Genesis, 
a portion of the light was authorized to go beyond the divine sphere into darkness. And that's how everything started. That is the beginning of creation as a whole. So how did the, the entire creation unfold it? So as the ray of light left the divine, it started to cool off. And at every single degree of change, a new sphere or kingdom came to life. So the first kingdom that came to life is called paradise, which is something that we talk, we talk about every single time without really understanding what it is. So paradise is the first kingdom that was formed immediately upon open exit. So the spiritual kingdom is the first. So inside that kingdom, some spiritual beings were able to access consciousness upon exit, while others couldn't because they were still weak. And human beings currently on earth are the weakest that were not able to immediately access consciousness. So the only path to consciousness for the weakest was not upward, but only downward, further down. And below the below paradise, that's what is called the animistic kingdom. So the animistic kingdom was formed after paradise. So some creatures from this sphere were able to also instantly access consciousness, while others couldn't. And this kingdom, this is where animals come from. So this fear is the origin of what, you know, back in the day they used to call the gods of nature that some human being were able to see. You remember back in ancient Egypt time or history, they used to talk about the gods of nature, like the god of the sun, the god of this, the god of that. So the animistic species were not able, that were not able to actually, uh, access consciousness just as human only had one way to consciousness. It's not upward, but downward. So that's true for those, for animals that are with us today on earth. So the last, um, the last thing that came to exist is matter as a whole. So matter is really the last uh, precipitate that is the fathers from the divine. So matter itself is divided into two. One that is really light, while the other one is very dense. So the light matter is called ethereal matters, while the dense matter is truly dense matter, something that we can see with all our physical senses. But they are both different in nature. One is not a refined version of the other. One is lighter and the other one is denser. So Mother Earth, where we are today, and our entire solar system and other systems inside creation are still all part of what is called dense matter. So just to try to imagine matter is really a vast um, 
it's a complex, if I can call it kingdom, or sphere. So there's all these solar systems that all still belong inside matter. And anything that our eyes can see, physical eyes, to include anything that our we can still see using other external instruments. So, in addition to um, the creation taking place open exit, then the creation was not going to be abandoned on its own. Otherwise, um, that it would have had to disappear or wither. So then there needed to be ways to govern the creation. And that is where the living laws comes to effect. So as the creation unfolded, it wasn't able to sustain and regulate itself independently. So the entire creation was developed by in a, and in accordance with God's living will. So this living will exists inside creation. It, per, it permeates the entire creation as the laws that actually regulate the creation as a whole. These laws are known in our current sphere of existence as the laws of nature, universal laws, or the laws of creation. So whichever way we, uh, whichever term we use to call the laws is, it all depends on how far we truly understand, like how limit uh, we really, our understanding can go. For instance, when we say the laws of nature, that means maybe we just, you know, we're just referring to nature. When we talk about universal law, that means we are bounding these laws inside universe or the laws of creation or that mean we are bounded this law inside creation but the reality is that they are all one and the same they are truly only one and the same they probably just manifest themselves inside all this fear slightly differently but at least they're consistent because they are perfect since the beginning and they are simply an expression of God's will. So whether you want to call them the laws of nature or you want to call them the laws of creation or the law, the universal laws, they are an expression of God's will. There are three fundamental or primordial laws that govern the entire creation. So the first one is what they call the law of gravity. So the law of gravity regulates vertical movement in the sense that lighter things rise while denser ones sink. So one can see the manifestation of this law when you throw a stone in the water. The, stone, the stone's density is higher than that of water. Therefore, the stone will go all the way to the bottom. When you throw a piece of paper in the same water, it would float simply because it is less dense than the stone or the water. 
So if you were to throw all those, put all those together, you will see that the, the denser one will go down all the way to the bottom, starting with the rock, the water, the paper. And above the paper, there's air, which is even less dense. So that's how naturally the law of gravity works. So since um, we need to take a quick break, when we come back, we will talk about the other two laws, the other, uh, the other two primordial laws, which are the law of homogeneous species and then the law of sowing and reaping. So stand by as we take a short break and we will be right back to move forward with this interesting topic. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Broaden your mind. Open your heart for a greater understanding of how to express your pure and authentic nature. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Simron, author, publisher, and life mentor, broadens minds and opens hearts to a greater understanding of life, consciousness, and humanity. 1111 Talk Radio is every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 1111 Talk Radio. You are not on a journey. You are the journey. You are experience experiencing itself. Things Worth Considering, featuring hosts Gord Riddell and Dr. Jan Hill, is a program that's all about connections. The connections we make with our families, our workplaces, friends, and others around us. It's also about connections to ourself, spirit, feelings, and stories. Let us connect with you each week to explore what we are and what we can be moving forward. We can overcome the obstacles that stand in our way. Things Worth Considering airs live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. As we age, there are certain situations which we all must face. Care and treatment don't always measure up to what it's supposed to be, and there are many questions that need to be answered. Tune in to Voices for Elder Care Advocacy with hosts Phyllis Amon and Rubina Chaudhry. Seniors deserve to have a more fulfilling life and we'll bring you the answers that you need to hear to make it happen. Listen Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. This is Revelations and Wonders, Secrets to Life and Happiness. To reach Fabian Edju or today's guest, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to revelationsandwonders at gmail.com. Now, back to Revelations and Wonders. Hello, fellow listeners around the world. Welcome back to Revelations and Wonders. If you are just joining us today, 
The title for today's show is How Did We Get Here? And What to Do About It? And if um, you haven't, you did not listen to the very first section of this show, the quick summary is that at the beginning there was only God. God only existed. And um, the natural and immediate surroundings of God is what is called the divine. But inside the divine, there, would, there could only be one will fully capable of being expressed consciously. But in reality, there are two types of lives. One is conscious and the other one unconscious. And both types were present inside the divine. So what I mentioned was that at that beginning, at early stage, the strongest amongst the weakest were able to formulate a prayer asking God to allow them to access consciousness. And obviously, since they were not able to access consciousness inside the divine, the only way to access consciousness would be outside the divine. So God granted that, you know, that, um, that prayer. And then he allowed a portion of the light to exit the divine, to go beyond the divine into nothing. And as the light traveled into nothing at every single degree where um, it cooled off, then um, kingdoms started to form. And the first one that took place was the spiritual, followed, which is where um, we came from as human species. And inside the spiritual, there were some that were able to access consciousness immediately, while others, the weakest among the, the spiritual, were not able to access consciousness immediately. And we are, as human beings, we are the weakest among those. And for us to access consciousness, the path was only downward. So the same goes with the next kingdom, which is the animal kingdom, is also known as the animistic kingdom, where some were able to access consciousness immediately, while others were not able to. So some of the ones that were able to access consciousness were those that in the past, uh, in ancient history, they were known as the gods. Um, but those who were not able to access consciousness immediately, like the weakest among those, uh, is the origin where um, animals that are currently on earth with us in this journey also come from. And the last, um, uh, the, 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 the farthest kingdom, if I can say it that way, that actually came to life is called the matter. And the matter is the farthest one from, from the light. And there are two types of matter. One is light, the other one is dense, which is the light one is called the ethereal matter, whereas the um, dense one is called dense matter, just like where we are today. That include all our solar systems and anything that we can see physically to include with uh, any help from uh, external instrument. So, when we left, we were just talking about the laws. So because creation were not, was not able to uh, 
regulate or sustain itself outside uh, God's the divinity, then God allow a portion of his will to regulate creation as a whole. And that and that will manifest itself inside creation as the laws. Even though sometimes some of these laws are referred to as the laws of nature, uh, universal law, the laws of creation, uh, but they are all an expression of only the will of God, which is the laws. You can call it that way. But these laws, unlike human laws, these are living laws. That means they don't need a judge to always apply this rule or that rule. No, they are self-regulated and they're perfect. So, and uh, before the break, we were talking about the very first law that is called the law of gravity that says um, lighter things rise while dense things sinks. So lighter things rise, dense ones sink. And with the way that I, I try to illustrate this is when you throw a, a rock in the, in the water because the rock's density is heavier than that of water, it will go to the bottom. The same is true with when you throw a paper, the paper will float because the density of that paper is lighter than that of water. So that is truly what regulates um, gravity. The law of gravity is what regulates all that. So the next law that we were going to cover is called the law of homogeneous species. In simple terms, this law primarily regulates the horizontal movement in the sense that similar attracts while opposite repulse. So in real life, one can see the manifestation of this law through the formations of groups of individuals sharing common interests, for instance. So people who like to gossip will, will get together and gossip. So that is a shared interest that brings them together. So th that shared interest actually attracts them, even though um, people don't realize how simple these laws are, but that's the manifestation of those laws. So people who likes to be part of a gang, they like to be together, you know, sharing those uh, desires. Uh, people who aspire to nobility also like to get together and try to do noble stuff. People who are superficial or positive or whatever, they like to gather. And I think there's a saying that uh, birds of feather flocks together. So, so that is how the law of homogeneous species actually uh, manifests itself in reality. So the, the third law, which is the, the third uh, primordial law, is called the law of sowing and reaping. So simply put, the law of sowing and reaping, most people have written extensively about these laws. So simply put, what the law state is that one must, let me repeat that, one must harvest what they sow, what they sow. So you will always harvest everything that you sow or you generate in life. So if you, if you, um, 
if you put corn on the ground, you should never expect to harvest something, anything different but corn. You will harvest corn. That also means following the same principle, if you saw, if you saw good, you will harvest good and so on and so forth. So in collaboration with the law of homogeneous species, their work actually re returned what we call providence to the author in many folds. So the variant of this law, as I mentioned, that has already been well written and talked about. So the variant of this law of sowing in reaping as it works in combination with the law of homogeneous species is also known as karmic law or the law of karma. So karmic law comes into manifestation through the fact that the harvest does not gener generally manifest instantly. Everything that is sown will be harvested with interest either in this earthly life in the beyond after death or any other time without exception, whether good or bad. So because the laws are perfect, they will always work just as they've been working since the beginning of time and as they will be, they will continue to work all the way to the end of time. So the question then becomes, how did we get here? As I mentioned, human beings on earth today, currently on earth, are the weakest among the spiritual species. So in order to access consciousness, the path to consciousness was not upward, but downward. So the weakest among the spiritual for whom the desire to access consciousness grew stronger could not could only have access to such consciousness further away from the light or the divine or God due to the enormous amount of pressure going upward. So the desire to access consciousness could only be fulfilled going down a lot further. So let me take a quick break here and just explain a little bit that how the creation is structured there is God, the divine, the spiritual, and below the spiritual, that's the animistic uh, realm or kingdom, and then there's matter. So the weakest amongst the spiritual, as they needed to access consciousness, once their desire actually grew stronger, they were naturally expulsed from paradise and, and they had to embark on a downward journey. So one can see this happening in real life with a tree and its fruits. So just think of maybe a mango tree or whatever tree that you like so much. As soon as the, the fruit itself reach a certain level of maturity in order to progress to become eventually a tree, the path to that um, progression, if I can, uh, uh, evolution, only happen downward. 
and the law of gravity you know will take it downward because it's going to fall from the tree to go all the way down and the fall will only stop when it hit the ground meaning when the density of that fruit is equal to the density of the um, of the of the of its surrounding so anyways what I was mentioning is that um, this spiritual uh, unconscious spiritual that I, I'm gonna call here spiritual sparkles uh, spiritual germs um, only had one way to uh, towards consciousness it was downward so gravity then took into effect so and, and attraction as well so they were able to get um, so the the um, the spiritual sparkle or the spiritual germ then was expulsed from paradise and descended to and started to descend so gravity allows allowed the um, the the sparkle to travel downward until it met a substance similar with similar density, right? So, and the first kingdom that it traveled on its path downward was the animistic kingdom. So once it got inside the animistic kingdom, the gem first realized that, you know, the gem actually first realized that they were naked, which is the first step towards consciousness just as the newborn would at some point realize their own nakedness amongst human beings. So once the uh, spiritual um, germ or sparkle realized its nakedness, then it covered itself with, um, with the animistic substance present in, 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 in that new environment. So by covering themselves, this sparkle become what is known today as we call it a soul. So a soul is a spirit plus the animistic body. And consequently, it become also denser. So with this new body and gravity, the new soul sunk further down all the way to the end, to the edge of the animistic realm. So over the time on earth, there were intense activities that were taking place in preparation of this event, the uh, eventual incarnation of human spirit. So the preparation is known by mankind today as evolution. So it went through the evolutive process. So in the intense activity that were taking place on earth generated some sort of vibration due to, due to the light nature Again, going back to what I said about the law of gravity, this, vibra this vibration rose all the way to the upper boundary of the ethereal matter. So this vibration was strong enough to raise some level of curiosity among the human spirit that were at the bottom um, of the uh, animistic uh, realm. So the curiosity actually transformed into become desires. And from the desire, it become the desire to experience whatever those vibrations were. So just as their first desire uh, to access consciousness, this new desire also expels them from the animistic kingdom. But on earth, 
there were two type of uh, complementary activity that were taking place, right? So one type of activity where you know is known as active, which require a raw strength, while the other passive requiring more finesse. So there were two types of vibration that the little spiritual germs had to choose from. So the next desire expressed by the spiritual germs is the type of activities that they were interested in partaking inside the matter. So once the selection was made, the soul will later be incarnated in masculine bodies, while if they were interested in active um, in active happenings or activities, or they were also incarnated in um, passive. If they were interested in passive activity, they would be incarnated in female bodies. So this is a very rough description as what happened since the beginning all the way to the very, our very, very first earthly incarnations as, as human being. So again, um, there's so much more that can be said at every single level or every happening. Today, it was just my goal has only been to try to give a better overview that reconcile almost both versions which is the Bible version and the scientific version. So we're going to take a very short break. And then once we come back, we will be talking a little bit more about our free will and the laws. So now that we, we got to the point where we are now here, which is how did we get here? Hopefully the last part is going to be what to do about it. So we're going to take a short break and we will be right back. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Tune in to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to lead up as we celebrate the influence of women in business and beyond. Your host, Colleen Biggs, speaks with guests who have stories to share, have faced adversity, and have become success stories in business, in their communities, and in personal accomplishments. Join the strong and the brilliant ones and understand that the world is ready for you to be at your best. Lead Up for Women is heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Life can be confusing at times. There can be uncertainty, disappointment, and an inability to clearly see where you're headed. 
But it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life. Tune in to Living the Miracle with your hosts, Michael and Raphael Tamura. We'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life, have certainty in yourself, and learn to be clairvoyant. Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This is Revelations and Wonders, Secrets to Life and Happiness. To reach Fabian Edju or today's guest, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to revelationsandwonders at gmail.com. Now, back to Revelations and Wonders. Hello, friends, fellow human beings, and listeners all around the world. Uh, welcome back to Revelations and Wonders. This is the last segment of today's show. If you are just joining us, I just want to give you a quick summary of what we've covered thus far. So what the, um, the title of today's show was, How Did We Get Here? And what to do about it. So what I mentioned was what we were able to see is that at the beginning there was only God and the divine and inside the divine there were two types of lives one was conscious and the other one unconscious so the strongest among the unconscious ask um, wanted to access consciousness then the only way to consciousness was outside the divine so god allowed them to exit the divine so the first uh, kingdom that took, uh, came to life was the spiritual and inside the spiritual, there were two types, again, the, those who were able to access consciousness immediately and those who were not able to access consciousness. And human beings are those who were not able to access consciousness immediately. So below the spiritual, that's what they call the animistic kingdom. That's where animals come from. And uh, there were also some, some that access consciousness immediately, others were not able to. And this is... And animals today on earth are the ones that, that were the weakest. Uh, they were not able to access consciousness immediately. And the final uh, happening was um, matter, which is where we are today. But there are two types of matters. The lighter one that is called the ethereal matter and the, um, the denser one that is called um, dense matter, obviously. So what I also mentioned is that um, once the weakest among the spiritual decided to access consciousness when the desire became strong enough to access consciousness um, there was only one path it was not upward but downward that means they had to go through the uh, animistic kingdom including matters the light and dense um, and matter at the same time so through that process um, they were guided also by the law in accordance to um, the law that are actually an expression of God's will. And some of the things, a few things that I mentioned about the laws is that there are three primordial laws. The first one being the law of, um, of uh, gravity that we know. 
and then the next one being the law of um, homogeneous species and the last one not the least but being the uh, the law of sowing and reaping and I also briefly mentioned what uh, the karmic how or where the karmic law fits into all this so um, the last step, uh, the last segment of this show is just going to be focusing a little bit about uh, on our free will and the laws. So as anyone can see thus far, nothing was imposed on any human uh, germ or spiritual um, sparkles from the time they expressed their desire to access consciousness all the way to their very first incarnation on earth. So one must also know that through um, the aforementioned descriptions that the downward journey of the spiritual germ happened because they desire to access consciousness. And such desire could only be fulfilled further away from the higher pressure. Therefore, they had to come down to earth. So the law only gave the spiritual germs what they freely desire and nothing else. And that has not changed and that will not change. For most human beings here on earth today, most of our desires are primarily earthly oriented. And just as in the beginning, the living laws only act accordingly. So it will be misleading to think that human beings always get whatever they desire because in reality, the living laws only serve God's will that is guided by two things, justice and pure love. Let me repeat that. It would be very misleading to think that human beings always get whatever they desire even though the laws are you know always give you what they, your you express as a desire but it has to be within the confinement of justice and pure love so yes human beings always get whatever they desire but the laws have to take into consideration justice and pure love so human desire can only either elevate them or further bound them to matter. So just as at the very beginning, when we really needed to fulfill the desire to access consciousness, so that, that could only happen further away from from the pressure, from the light. So we travel all the way to earth. We've been on earth for a very long time <laughs> and there's not a single soul on earth today that can claim to only live one life. And that's why all these karmic laws actually come into effect, right? So now that we are on earth, uh, our desires can only serve to purpose. Either they're going to be geared towards the same thing that brought us to earth, which is the, the, the fulfillment of things that are only happening inside matter, or 
those desire can actually now be noble desire that eventually would also help us, elevate us to go back to where we came from. But unfortunately, today, the vast majority of human beings are bound to matter. And it's the only thing that they can understand. This is the result of their own choosing, not to develop their own intuitive perception. Because even if we are so tight in this matter, inside matter, everybody knows right from wrong, good for bad. Everybody knows, have at least once experienced happiness. And those who choose not to learn about life, the laws, the creation, the why, the purpose, is their own fault. So they spend time only developing their intellectual capacity. As everybody knows, the brain is part of our physical body and the intellect itself is really the finest thing that that matter can offer. But nevertheless, the intellect is unable to grasp things that are above matter. And as you saw, as I, I, I tried to describe it, matter is the lowest part. So if the intellect only comes from matter, therefore it cannot grasp anything, grasp anything that is beyond or above matter. So one can really understand why intellectual individuals struggle with the notion of infinity, eternity, soul, spirit, God, is simply because they are all above and beyond matter. So when someone chooses to spend their time primarily for accumulating material goods and earthly satisfactions such as money, wealth, food, sensuality, and all those similar low aspirations, they will likely always be bound to matter because, again, the laws will act accordingly and give them exactly what they desire. So this is where the law of karma plays a major role through multiple incarnation or what you can call reincarnations. So when people develop their intuitive perception they have a higher aspiration for things like nobility, justice, pure love, or other things of spiritual value. And these are the things that would also, that the law will have no other option to pull you upward after death. So our free will would uh, is what puts the living laws into motion, either for or against us. It all starts with our desire that is later expressed through our thought, words, and action. So most people don't simply realize that they have lived multiple lives and their earthly journey, uh, their earthly journey just didn't start with this life. We all come to this earth today with good amount of baggage as of today following us from our previous lives. We only make things worse by adding it as opposed to freeing ourselves from it. So truly, we are the masters of our own destiny, architects of our own life, and responsible for our own happiness. Life is as easy as we want it to be or as complicated as we want it to be. So truly, what to do about it is subject to to 
each individual what desire what do you desire and what decision are you making desiring is not enough you have to act those who are seeking higher and greater purpose in life besides self-indulgence should spend more time seeking the truth learning the laws understanding creation the purpose of life and then changing their life accordingly this will not be achieved through the masses or by any type of authority but it's just a personal choice the choice to seek the truth because the master said the truth will set you free so i hope this is enough to make you realize the importance of being intentional about finding purpose meaning and fulfillment in life so i invite you to listen and discuss what you learned today uh, you learned from today's show with people who seek greater purpose in life so you can gain more clarity if you have any questions regarding today's topic feel free to send us your questions at revelationsandwonders.com if you are inspired by this show and would like to would like your transformational story to be read on air or uh, posted on our website email us at revelationsandwonders@gmail.com if you are inspired by this and uh, you want to support this show go to revelationsandwonders and click and click on become a patron if there is a topic that you would like us to cover during this show go to revelationsandwonders.com and answer the question what is your number one question about living a meaningful purposeful and happier life regardless of any social status and if you are interesting interested in sponsoring this show please feel free to reach out to our executive producer her name is Sandra Rogers at sandra.rogers@voiceamerica.com or call her office at 480-553-5756. We hope you will join us again next week same time. For now, I wish you happiness and a beautiful day. Thank you for joining us for Revelations and Wonders, Secrets to Life and Happiness. Please join host Fabian Edju again next Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Invite a trusted friend to listen and discuss today's show and use this week's blessings to better your life.